before I moved is when I confessed my sins to my California bishop. Like sure, my home. Sure. And I was like, okay, this is, and he gave me like the steps of how I can, he gave me some books and I was meeting with him and yeah. trying to improve or whatever. And then, and then I kind of moved in the midst right. of that. Like he never gave me the okay, like, oh, you can have a calling again or you can speak in church. So then I moved to Salt Lake and I started going to a church out there and I met with the bishop like the first or second week and I kind of told him my situation and I said like hey I was with this guy we were doing the, all this stuff all I told sins. my bishop and we yeah. were like so much sin no I'm just kidding <laughs> um and I was and I said like, I told my bishop and I've been doing this like these steps is that okay can I come like what do you want me to do basically uh-huh. and he was like oh okay well I want to get to know you more and like he asked me like all these personal questions basically. And he asked me about my mental health and my like childhood, my child abuse and all that stuff. And I kind of like poured it all out to him. Cause I was like, this is my new Bishop. Like this is my, this is who I'm, this is my Mormon grandpa yeah. basically. Right. Yeah. And I was like, this is who like, it was, yeah. Like I just told him everything. And then, um, he was like, okay, like you're good. You can be a full, like you have full standing again in the church. You're fine. Uh-huh. And he's like, but I do want to meet with you in three weeks. So uh-huh. I made an appointment uh, with his like assistant and three weeks go by. And then I met with him and he was like, hey, like what, what can I do for you? And I was like, um, I'm Morgan. And he was like, Morgan, like he had no idea who I was. He forgot. And I was like, oh, like. <laughs> I, I was so I'm shocked. I'm the one who said all yeah, those I w- words. And I was like, yeah. I told you like my whole life story. You don't even remember like a little, you don't remember my face. Like, yeah. you know, like really? Hey everybody, this is Tom Goss, host of Reading the Tribe. Um, today's episode with Morgan Astor. Uh, talking about uh, leaving Mormonism, um, something that I've been excited to talk about on the show, and also the very first non-comedian uh, on the show. Uh, so, to first, uh, she if you follow the show on social media, she does the drawings for it. If you don't follow um, uh, the show on social media, you should at Leaving Tribe Pod and her uh, art page at Stromboli or at Stromboli Art and uh, at More Goats to uh, uh, look at her. Look, she's got some great art, and you should check it out, uh, uh, including uh, drawings based off of the show, which are very cool. Um, but she talks about Mormonism. And uh, it's a really good episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, like I said, follow the show at Leaving Tribe Pod. Uh, you can follow me at Goss Goss Six. Uh, if you want to come to a show, the um, <laughs> biggest one on August seventeenth, I'm recording an album at the North Bar in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, ticket. There will be a ticket link for that in the comments. But. Uh, if you're in the Chicago area, really appreciate you coming out to this one. Um, it's a, uh, I, I've been working really hard on making sure that it's a, uh, it's, you know, it's something I want out there. Um, 
and uh, you know now it's just a matter of like I want I want the people who uh, like what I do in that room so if you live in the area I absolutely appreciate you coming out to that I'd also appreciate you coming out to the Filth Factory at the LA Comedy Club in Las Vegas Nevada on July 27th um uh, get former guest of the show Nicole Buchanan is on that lineup as well and I'm excited to do that with her so you can see both of us that night um, also f- a friend of uh, Mean Boys if you listen to my other show uh, on the next day July 28th I will be at the Republic Ultra Lounge in Fresno, California uh, gonna be a fun show once again running the uh, the album there then, uh, on August 4th, I will be at the Hotel Vegas in Austin, Texas, uh, with a, uh, uh, Keith Ray, a very funny comedian in front of mine. Um, and then I will also be with him on August 6th at the Library Bar in Galveston, Texas, uh, his hometown. Um, uh, and then a couple days after that, August 9th, I will be at Chuckleheads in Bisbee, Arizona, uh, co-headlining that club with Olivia Grace, who has not been on the show, but is a very funny comedian that everyone should check out. And then, once again, August 17th, I'm recording an album at North Barn, Chicago, Illinois, and you should absolutely come out to that. Um, and all my dates. Just go to every show I, I, I ever do. Um, you can get ticket links for uh, some of those shows online the austin show and the chicago show you can get online um really appreciate all the support the show is getting uh really happy people are still listening really happy i'm able to do this and um you know uh thank you for those who have rated reviewed and uh subscribed on itunes it does help the show and I very much appreciate that. Um, is there more things I should say I appreciate? I, I, I genuinely do appreciate all of, all of you guys. And I am sorry I keep repeating myself. But uh, please listen to this episode. Uh, you're already listening to this episode. I'm, I apologize to Morgan for this horrible intro. <laughs> um, it's a great episode. It's a great episode. And I learn, I freak out quite a bit about a couple things I learned about the Mormon Church. And Morgan's story uh, herself is very interesting, and I'm so glad she was uh, able to share it on the show. Uh, So thank you so much for listening, and and please enjoy uh, this episode of Leaving the Tribe with Morgan Astor. Listen, I was... uh, yeah, I was. I mean, I was. I was drunk. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I was. I was. I was. I'm amazed you're alive. Also, I can cut. I can cut out this part. I just. I enjoy talking about some sort of. I can also turn this off if you don't want this on the air. But no, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no. Uh, I. I was just. Uh, I followed your lead because I'm like I'm. I'm like two and a half times her weight. You know, if she's fine, I'm fine, and uh, there's sweat in my eyes. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I just remember blacking out, and the last thought I had before blacking out was like, I think the bartender thinks I'm cute, and then I don't remember <laughs> anything else. Well, I also thought the bartender thought I was cute. Oh, so. well, 
But... Oh my god, there's so much sweat in my eyes. I'm so sorry. This is the worst way I could have possibly started this podcast. No, I'm feeling more at ease. Yeah, no, my eyes are... Can you see how bad my eyes are burning right now? Yeah, they're pretty red. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Did you actually think the bartender thought you were... I thought we were kind of vibing a little bit. Because I did... I gave her, like, a really big tip, and I was like, I love your hair. And she's like, I love your hair. And then, you know. Yeah. But... And you have more to go off of it, too. Well, she kept looking at me in my head. I'm like, ah, she's checking me out. And then <laughs> I think she re- just knew you were going to. In reality, explode. I think she was just going, wow, this guy's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. 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 This is how some of the listeners find out. I'm, I'm not sober anymore. Also, mm-hmm. which I, I, <laughs> I enjoy. Um, but Morgan, thank you for <laughs> thank you for doing leaving, leaving the bar with, yeah. <laughs> with Tom and Morgan. <laughs> Yeah, we both uh, don't know how that happened, but we made it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't even, yeah, I don't, I don't, I remember, at one point, I remember being outside and standing, standing in puke. Mine or yours? Mine. Okay. (laughs) And I see a man run up with a wash tub in his hands. I go, what's the water for? He goes, you're puke. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize I threw up out the window until Spencer told me. Oh, I ain't either. I think I was sitting behind you. Oh, Okay, I was in the. I don't. I don't. Were you in the front? I don't know. Or the back? I have no idea. I was. I just know Spencer was like, "We got charged twenty five (laughs) dollars." Fuck! And I was like, "Well, at least I did it out the window." Yeah, I'm glad Spencer's the responsible one. Between between, (laughs) the 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 three of yeah, that was uh, it was. It was yeah. a fun. It was a it was a fun night. But uh, anyway, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here. You um, (laughs) you were. God, I, w- I feel embarrassed because <laughs> it also wasn't even that much alcohol. Yeah, that's what. And I did not feel drunk at all. No, until I we didn't left. either. Until we left. I started leaving. I felt tipsy. Yeah. And then just all of a sudden, like just mm-hmm. in a second. Yeah. And it all needed to get out. Yeah, right it, it all got out. <laughs> It it all yeah it yeah. all got out. My throat um, my throat was it's like still sore from throwing up. Oh so really? Much. I well, threw up like eleven times. Yeah. Well, Max said that you just he just kept hearing you run back. And I Spencer was no- was, oh. I was knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer said that I kept trying to go to bed, and he's like, "You have to stay in the bathroom. Like you're gonna throw up." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm so tired." And I was like, "I'll just sleep in here. I'll sleep, <laughs> whatever." In the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. I did well, throw then, up on Then his a sleepy roommate walks into the bathroom and starts paying. Oh shit! Like, we we don't pay attention <laughs> to anything. I'm glad that you slept in in a bedroom. All right. Yeah. Um, speaking of drinking, you grew up Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't know how to. I don't know. You're not supposed to mix. You're not supposed to drink nonstop. Yeah, I guess that is that is on me because you you, <laughs> I, yeah. I I I definitely started probably before you did, but yeah, you weren't you weren't you weren't even around drinkers Mm-mm. when you were growing up. No, not even coffee. No. Yeah, not even, you were. Most people don't even drink. I mean, not most. Some don't even drink Coke. Like caffeine. because there's caffeine. Yeah. yeah. My grandma, um, my dad, they don't drink Mm-mm. it. Uh huh. No. And you were okay. So you were you were born born into Mormonism. Yes. And it goes it goes, uh, like multiple generations of Mormonism. Yeah, like my grandma claims, and I'm pretty sure she's not lying because right. Mormons are very into genealogy and all that stuff. Okay. My ancestors go back to like the people who are with Joseph Smith, like the really? earliest supporters. Yeah, and actually on my mom's side. 
I don't know if I already told you this, but her side goes all the way back to like the mob that shot Joseph Smith. Like really? Yes. <laughs> Cause my mom's a convert. She's first generation. My dad goes all the way back to the, so the her, beginning. yeah, her ancestors might've shot on the other side of your family trees ancestors. Yeah. I mean, that kind of rules, uh, <laughs> just in terms of, you know, that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's, inter- no, you didn't tell me. Oh that. yeah. And so I don't feel too bad about being like so conflicted. It's yeah. It's just, it's in me, you know? Yeah. You I were, can't you help were, it. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a, that's definitely being born with a little bit of, uh, of, of, uh, of, of conflict, uh, yeah. on it. Um, uh, did you, were you right? Ra- you were raised in California though, or in, in California. Okay. Yeah. You're raised in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just because in California, like I, I grew up around a lot of Mormons, but some people really have no idea like what Mormon, most of their ideas of Mormonism come from South Park yeah, or the careers of South Park. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and like, you know, the reputation, like what would you say the stereotypes are about Mormonism versus what it actually is? Um, to be honest, I was not allowed to watch South Park. Sure, <laughs> like as sure. a child, so I don't know. But just in general, I'm sure you've yeah, met yeah. people and they ask you the stereotypical. Yeah, question. they always ask me like, "How many wives does my dad have?" Uh-huh. Uh huh. How many kids? Which mm-hmm. is a thing. Like Mormons have a lot of kids. Um, they ask a lot about the underwear. Yeah. A lot about drinking, cussing. I don't know. Just ev- everything. They think we worship Joseph Smith too. Uh huh. Do do yeah. do Mormons worship Joseph Smith? Um, they don't worship him. Like uh-huh. they don't pray to him. They don't stuff like that. But he is the first prophet of right. the modern day Church of Jesus Christ. Uh huh. Which is what they claim to be the same church that Jesus established. Right. It's like now we're doing it again. And he established. But and and tell me if I'm wrong here, because once again, it's, it's hard. There's some facts about Mormonism that seem so outlandish where you don't know what is like parody and what is tr- truth. Is it the Mormons that believe that there was a Garden of Eden in Missouri? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> You've been to it? Yeah, I went on a youth trip there. Really? And, yep. And like you just stand there and this is huge green grass field and they're like, this is it. This is where Adam and Eve were. This is where they were sent. And it's and it's just, uh, uh, I mean, does it look like a special garden or is it? It's beautiful. It's uh-huh. um, it's very big. It's unusual, I guess. I don't know much about Missouri because I've only been there. Right. But I imagined it to be a little more brown. Sure. It, I don't know. But it's all green just in this little area. And uh-huh. yeah, they just, we stood there and it's like, I don't know. Adam and Eve fucked here. <laughs> They would never say that. Right. <laughs> but we all like had to sing hymns and like pray. Like we all knelt down in the grass and like prayed and yeah, yeah it was, I don't know. Uh-huh. But yeah, so, so most, most of the, I guess what you're saying is, is uh, tell me if I'm wrong here. Most of the stereotypes are accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me if I'm wrong. Well, like polygamy, no, no more. Right. Polygamy, they did do that, but yeah. no more. Um, I don't know. Kite, like. I feel like they're all just variations of the truth, you know. What you mean? The like, stereotypes uh-huh. are exaggerated, but gotcha. they're kind of—they're not like that how far. So? Like, uh, I don't know. Tell me one. 
Well, like for the, the wives. The ma- ma- or, or go ahead. What? I was going to say, like the polygamy. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, how many wives do you have? Blah, 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 blah. And uh, they don't do that, but they did do that. And right. they did it not that long ago. Yeah. And then, like, they started getting chased out of the areas because they were practicing polygamy, which was against the law. But they kept saying, like, no, it's God's will. It's God's will. So they're, like, uh-huh. basically fleeing, you know, right. getting caught. And then eventually they had to stop like right. okay okay now god says stop yeah it was because we easy. can't go any further it was pretty easy for the government to track them when it was one man trying to hide with nine women yeah. following. <laughs> yes yeah um what about like the ma- the magic the magic i want to get more into your story in a second but it is it mormonism is a weird you know yeah uh, yeah uh like the magic underwear that is it th- i mean we were talking about this outside mm-hmm. It is, they call them garments. Uh huh. And, um, like, I've never worn them because right. you get them after you reach a certain point of, like, Mormonism. They're like tears. Ka- yeah, like different steps. Like, uh-huh. you get baptized and then you just, like, work your way through. And then they call it, like, going through the temple, taking out your endowments. Yeah. Which I haven't done that. What is taking out your endowments? That is when you go through the temple and you do all the ritualistic ceremony stuff and basically promise, like, I'm here. I'm God. Right. I am all yours. I'll do whatever like you say. Like double, double. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Doubling down. And after that is when you start wearing the garments. Uh-huh. And for girls, they mostly do it before they go on a mission or before they get married. Yeah. And then guys, it's like right before their missions. Gotcha. Gotcha. Did you, and then you, so, okay, you, you were born into it. Did you, like, how deeply did you believe in Mormonism um, as, a, as a kid? I, I would say, like, a billion percent. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's all I knew. Uh-huh. And I, yeah, like, completely. I was totally in it. Right. And my, like I said, my mom was a convert. She got baptized like she knew my dad in high school mm-hmm. and she said she always had a crush on him, whatever. Right. And then um, the day before he left for his two year mission, he went to Germany mm-hmm. and the day before he baptized her and then was like, all right, I'll be back in two years. So she spent like that two years, like with my dad's family, kind of like, uh-huh. like she thought like, I'll probably marry him cause I got right. baptized for him, but whatever. And and then, oh yeah, so my mom's family is not Mormon. My dad's family, every single person is fully active. Even yeah. all my cousins, like no one has left except for my own immediate siblings. Right. So I always thought my mom's side was like the dark evil. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I would be like, oh, it's, I'm not safe there. They're drinking right. wine. Like, sure. oh, that's so bad. That yeah. is so bad. Or like if they had coffee, for like I would smell coffee if I spent the night and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like. I'm, I'm oh my gosh. Did you worry about going to hell or would it just be like just or is it more just like being surrounded? It's like being surrounded by something. I th- yeah, I thought I was like I thought the evil was like going to get on me or gotcha. I don't know <laughs> something. Like, yeah, like or that they would like tell me to try it and I'd be like, OK, I'll try it. And then I couldn't control myself. Like right. I'd become addicted to coffee when I was right. like six. That yeah. was my biggest fear. Do they, do they preach that, that, that things like coffee and and. And uh, cola and shit like they were like that. That's the devil's getting to you if you drink. Do they? Mm, ki- it's kind of, but also it's more like, okay, 
how far mm, okay they basically want to see like how loyal will you be to your god yeah. you know like if he says don't drink coffee like you have to be able to do that if you right. want to eventually like you know fight in the army of heaven or whatever yeah. <laughs> you know and, or like and mormonism sorry once again there's always these random facts i remember they believe you get your own planet right yeah (laughs) 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 yeah like if (laughs) there's no way around it yeah it's okay you get a planet you get no um like if you're just a space oprah (laughs) (laughs) like if you are like so good eventually that's the plan like right so like you live your life you do everything you're supposed to you try as hard as you can um whatever you go to the afterlife and then even in the afterlife you have to work as hard as you can to be a missionary to the people who died who were not baptized on earth Uh you want to baptize them after (laughs) yeah and then if you like are just like very good then eventually yeah you you know you become like god and you have your own thing that you you become a god of your own planet yes Uh uh-huh Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm gonna. That's probably gonna happen like <laughs> two or three more times. We're like, what's that other batshit crazy thing <laughs> that my I heard about? Uh, yeah. Right. So you don't you, you like going over to your your mom's family's place. You were you were just being around coffee would make you nervous. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And it uh and you very much believed in it. Yes, I did. Do you know why? Why do you know why you believed in it then, or is it? Do you think it was just because you were surrounded by it, or do you think there were other factors? I mean, it started probably because I was surrounded. Yeah. You know, um, my siblings and I always talk about that because some of us were like my brother Joe is like I always knew it was bullshit like from right. the time he was little like never well, into it. Yeah. But I I would I would like pray for him and like. I was so scared for him, you know, I'm like, oh, what if I like I get to heaven and then Joe's not there. Right. Like, that's not going to be heaven for me. Right. I don't know. I was. Yeah. I was always worried. I'm very um, I'm a very sensitive person. Uh-huh. And like when uh, I don't know, church, I mm, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. Is that fine? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Tell it to speak freely. OK. So I personally, I think. I can only speak for Mormon churches, but right. so when I say the church, I only mean, you know, yeah. so I feel like the church like really preys on, um, emotional sensitive people Sure. because like you're sitting there and like someone's telling a really sad story mm-hmm. and I'm only like seven or eight or like, I just got baptized or whatever. And if I'm like crying because someone's telling a story about how their grandma died or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like they would be like, that is the Holy ghost working through you, telling you that this right. is true. Everything around you is true. You know, like, no, yeah. I'm just crying because that's really sad, but right. they will be like, no, that is the you Holy having ghost. empathy as God. Yeah. Without, yes. without God, without God, uh, channeling himself through you, you can't feel empathy is pretty much. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, is that, is that kind of what they were I mean, they would never say that, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Like it was. They're yeah. more subtle than okay. Yeah, just be, like, I mean, just crying is like a big thing with church. Like that's how really? you like if you're crying when someone's like giving their testimony uh-huh. or sharing a thought or something. That means you're feeling the spirit, 
Uh-huh. It doesn't mean anything else to them. It means, you know. So there's a lot of crying in Mormon church. Yeah. Is it like almost encouraged or is it just... Kind of. It's kind of like... I mean, okay, you're not just like sitting there crying all the time through the whole thing. But right. if someone is speaking and they're like... And I know that the church is true. And if they start like crying, it's very like, wow. They really... They feel the spirit so strong right now. They can't even get out their words. You get kudos for that. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so you think that the church preys on empathetic people because of that? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. And I would agree with yeah. you. Yeah. And I'm very, uh, I would never call myself empathetic. But I'll <laughs> say, I'll say, would it make you feel more comfortable if I said you're yeah, an I'm empathetic like, person? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, you are. Yeah. And like, and I do cry a lot. Like, also, I have, like, really bad depression. So, I am sure. crying all the time. So, but, like, as a kid, when you're telling me all this stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, God, I'm I'm very spiritual. Yeah. God is in me all the time. Yeah, I feel you it know? way out of church, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. God wants me to take a lot am of Prozac so- <laughs> right now. <laughs> At one point, like, this is very embarrassing. Uh-huh. At one point, I thought, like, I was going to be, like, the first female prophet like of the mormon church yeah i don't think that's embarrassing i mean how old were you when you thought this like 11 yeah well and then yeah (laughs) like i mean but the i don't think a lot of religions don't discourage that sort of thinking well mormons do (laughs) because Because you're a girl yeah because i'm a female yeah Uh Mm -hmm. but i thought like i'm so special because they would always tell me like you know you're so spiritual, like you're so young and you, you feel it so strong, like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I thought I could like change the church or whatever. Right. And then I could be like the first female and like, wow, like, yeah. Yeah. Mormon. <laughs> and then did you ever tell them that, that you thought that? Um, I told like my brothers and they're like, you're so dumb. <laughs> like <laughs> That will never happen. And why would you want that? Right. Basically. Well, I also feel like, and this is not just Mormonism, I feel like this is a lot of religion. I think religion also encourages people thinking from an emotional base over a logical base, Mm -hmm. like in general. Yeah. And to connect with feelings instead of ideas Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, which is something I, you know, I still, you know, I struggle with and I dealt with it a long time and now I feel like I have more of a control over that, but I do think it does... Like it encourages you if you if you have a problem to kind of follow your your gut instead of the logic behind it, because that I mean, feelings are addictive. Mm -hmm. Depression, like I can't speak for you, but for me, what being depressed, I'll feel like at a certain point it becomes like, well, I need more of that because I need to feel something. Yeah. The void is way worse than feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. D- and, yeah <laughs> and i think a lot of like religion does and i never really thought of that because uh, even growing up buddha like it is very like i think that's why there's a lot of singing in churches because mm-hmm. and that's mormons too right yeah a lot of singing yeah and there's we sang and you know and there were chants and stuff like mm-hmm. that and it's because music does evoke a mm-hmm. i just i just realized sorry now i'm excited because i just realized no that, yeah that's good. i just pieced together something Something myself, but okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you didn't end up becoming the prophet of <laughs> no. 
Yeah. I'm like their biggest uh, worry now. Like, oh, we need to save her. Bring her back. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They call me like often and they send the missionaries to my house and, you know. And, and what do you tell them to fuck <laughs> off or what? Like, no, I like, no, I let them come in and I talk to them and then they're like, oh, do you want to go to church? And I'm like, yeah, maybe sometime. Like, church doesn't bother me now that I, uh-huh. f- now that I feel like I know what I actually believe. I, I don't know exactly what I believe, but right. I know what I don't believe. I think. Sure, sure. So sure, like sure. when I, I can go into church now without them being like manipulating me into being like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do anything. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Right. Because right. that's how it used to be. And that is actually how, like, that's a rule that we had in my family. Like, if they ask you to do anything, like, to pray in front of a group or to give a talk or to sing a song, you have to say yes. Yeah. That was my family specifically. Like, right. um, there's no option. There's no. It's like, you always say yes. Because if you say no, you're saying no to God. Right. Yeah. And this, this so, like, last we talked, you were 11. And this already applies to you. And you're going mm-hmm. through yeah life you know this way and did you think that was weird at all at that time or were you're just like well this is my how my this is how it is um i just i didn't think it was weird i thought i thought that i like okay i thought something was wrong with me because i thought that god hated me why because okay I'll just like lay it all out there. Uh, yeah. Um, because like I was being molested my whole childhood. Right. So, and I, I would pray like so hard, like every night, like, please, like let's like have this stop, you know, like it has to stop. Right. right? Like, no, I would just be like, okay, please God, like don't let this happen. I don't want this to happen. Um, like, let's just erase this. I want my family to be normal. I don't want anything, you know? Yeah. And it, you know, that never happened. It ha- like, when did you start praying for that to stop? Uh, when I was like eight, cause yeah. when you're, uh, if you grow up Mormon, you get baptized when you're eight. Right. That's the age, like when you can choose and blah, blah, blah. And, right. um, yeah. So that's when like everything around, like it was very focused around mm-hmm. like the most, I guess. And it was, it was a, it was a figure in the church. No. Okay. It was actually, no, it was not. So see that also played, it was my grandpa on my mom's side. Okay. So that played into like, they are evil. They're gotcha. super evil. And my dad's side is like amazing, even though they're both crazy. <laughs> but, right, right. But, you know, so I would pray. And then um, I thought that God hated me, which was like contradictory to what everyone was telling me because they're like, no, you're so spiritual. But then I was like, wait, what is why is this going on? You know? Yeah. So I actually started praying like for things I didn't want because I thought God hated me so much that he would only give me what I didn't want or what Inter- I didn't ask it, for. You tried to do reverse psychology on God. <laughs> I did. Yeah. So what would you what would you what would you pray for and like when you were doing that? What would like I I mean I would pray like okay, like yeah let's just bring it on molest me it's fine <laughs> you know I'd pray for that I would uh-huh. and I would pray like okay I like dear God please let the robbers come to my house and like steal all my stuff and kidnap me because right. that was my biggest what, fear but I thought yeah was, like yeah. I thought God I just thought. I did something he wrong. He hates me, so if I, yeah, if I, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. was like, 
the beginning of my whole magic <laughs> roller coaster Mormon land. Right, right. Because like it didn't I don't know what what yeah. a, what age did you start doing the reverse psychology prayers? So that was like eight to like eleven or twelve, which is when it stopped. Yeah, and that's when I thought like I'm gonna be the next prophet. <laughs> right. So, yeah, for like a few years I was praying because I prayed a lot always. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, like and eight, nine, ten. Yeah, oh, yeah, like eight through twelve, and then uh, it, it that's when it that you said that's when it stopped. Yeah. Uh huh. And then did you? I mean, uh, also if you know if I'm too intrusive about any of these questions, of course, just just let me know. But did you? Uh, did you go further into did did you? Well, one, and once again, tell me if I can, if you don't want to answer this question. Did you, how did it get this? Did you come forward? Did someone else come forward or what? Um, no, someone else uh-huh. came forward and uh, told my aunt, basically. And then my aunt, like, confronted my mom, who came to me. And this was all later, like, when I was 17. Did you find this out? Yeah, like, they, so from the time I was 11 to 17, I was just full in the church. I was like, okay, it's done. Yeah. And I I believed like, okay, God, you finally ended it. Like after this many years, for whatever reason, that's what I needed to go through. Yeah. And now I will, I will just like go. Sorry. I'm, 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 I I think I phrased the question about why, how did it, how did it stop? Oh, it just stopped. I don't know. I think I got too fat. I think (laughs) like I was very, I got really chubby. Uh Um, and I think, you know, I just like 12, I started my period and stuff. Like I was done being a kid, you yeah. know? Yeah. Do you think, do you think the, like the weight gain was this defense mechanism or? Um, I like, I always kind of assume that. Yeah. Um, and I talked to my therapist about it like a couple weeks ago and she said that like your brain really do- like just totally subconsciously your brain will like make you gain weight to, yeah, to protect yourself yeah and uh so yeah i guess (laughs) right right. yes yeah um so it it just stops and then and then there's but there's no real after it stopped were you still afraid though i mean or yeah i was still afraid and it's like uh, that's not the reason why but it like laid out a lot of things that happen in the future why like oh like this is weird about being mormon and like this is weird i right right you know like like um every year on your birthday uh-huh. from the time you're eight um you meet with the bishop or one of his counselors just uh-huh. you and him in a room like with the door closed and he just like gives you a little interview you know mm-hmm. and when you're eight it's fine it's like okay yeah do you love god do you believe in jesus yeah right. okay and then as you get older when i'm like 13 14 they ask you like okay are you keeping the word of wisdom which means are you not smoking not drinking not doing that stuff and then it's like are you keeping the law of chastity which is like you know sex stuff and i'm right. like that is like my first where i was like holy uh, shit like don't not like you. this old man is asking me about that yeah you know and i'm like this doesn't feel right to talk about this with you plus i'm not and right and you hadn't you hadn't told anyone about what had happened N- no. to you. and like i don't even think i 
registered that as like a sexual like i Which that makes was sense. yeah I mean, like, it's not it's it's not for you you, you know yeah you know uh yeah i just like at that point when i'm like 13 14 i was still so like in denial i think and like of course and um yeah but they and then they would ask you like i don't know like have you ever masturbated and i'm like right i don't know what that means sir <laughs> so i would just say no like because i was terrified yeah but um and yeah that just that was like the first like oh wait this is very creepy <laughs> that was the first time you went i don't i don't i don't know if i'm as spiritual as you think i am yeah probably yeah there's another thing that happened like around the same time i right. guess like um it was the first time i ever saw like because people would be like oh you're part of the cult like oh you're more like you're in the cult Non-Mormons. yeah and yeah. i'm like uh, what? what no it's just normal like we pray right. to jesus everything's fine and then um we like so they build temples all over the world mm-hmm. you know and they had built one i don't know where some other part of the world so we went to this special temple dedication ceremony yeah that was just they had it all over the world and we were just watching it on TV, which is weird uh-huh. to me in the first yeah, place. Yeah. And like, we're all like watching this little TV and it all full. And my grandma had made me like this special white handkerchief with the temple, um, that we were like dedicating. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. Like, I don't know what this, okay, cool. Grandma. I love the temple. Like I didn't yeah. know what it was for. So, and then she handed it to me when we got there and we're all sitting there like watching. And then the, prophet like gets up and he's like okay like take out your (laughs) handkerchiefs and he's like you have to like do this chant and like swing the things and unison around the world and like uh, yeah yeah Yeah. and everyone's like supposedly doing it and like i'm there like with my dad and mom and like my brothers and i'm like okay (laughs) yeah i mean if it it it, was horrifying yeah oh no that's it's it it can be a creepy thing if it makes you feel better i've done a lot of that kind of stuff yeah uh i mean a lot of people don't assume that with buddhism but there is like and once again i don't i'm not uh i i'm I'm personally not hypercritical of like the buddhist upbringing but there was a lot of weird shit like that Mm -hmm. that i still don't that feels weird yeah do you feel weird about like um any kind of like group chant now absolutely yeah like the pledge of allegiance doesn't make you like i never did the pledge of allegiance. yeah it makes me like my eyes water i never i never did it i can't I you can't. know you know what's funny <laughs> i didn't do it i didn't do it as a kid not because uh i think right now i think it's creepy as fuck that a bunch of people would recite yeah uh allegiance to a country that to, to, to anything really mm-hmm um, I have issue with that now. Not saying I don't love this country. I just think I don't pledge to shit. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, I ins- I wouldn't recite because it said under God. Oh, yeah, because I was very, Dang. I was very, I got <laughs> bullied by a lot of Mormons. Really, yeah. really, yeah. Well, because they were very nice, and I made it very clear, like, hey, uh, I would, I wouldn't be combative the way like a lot of people, are like you're in a cult and tease. Uh-huh. I would kind of deconstruct. Um, why they were kind of hypocrites in the idea yeah. of the skin tone and hey, why does this guy say there's magic underwear? Who is a Mormon? You don't. Mm. And like that was a weird thing is they refused to acknowledge the magic underwear, like, and and talk about the kind of the racist history and then they get yeah. defensive. Like sometimes I wonder if they didn't know yet. I w- I've also met adults. Who oh well, then there you go. Yeah, because like some 
parents are really private about their garments. Right. Like they won't show it. But my mom freaking would just like walk, like drive me to school in it. It's sure. like a see-through white top. Oh, really? <laughs> so occasionally. <laughs> or like my dad would walk around in like his garment top, you know. And yeah. Like it's like I always saw it because it's a it's just like a white shirt for men. Mm. And then it has like two little symbols like over the nipples, like that means something. Uh-huh. And like when you're done with them. <laughs> it you d- means here are your nipples. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Alpha and Omega or something. God yeah, nipple. Here. I love God yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through my nipples. Um, but when you get rid of the garments, you have to like destroy them. You have to cut out the symbols and burn them. Really? Mm-hmm. You can't just throw them away. Interesting. Yeah. And that is because I don't know. Fun fact that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of weird. Well, and then just like the, the thing that I really brought up the, the, is that I'd bring up is the, uh, the tribalism, the, the clustering together and the exclu- how exclusionary mm. they were. I'd bring up that they weren't, that they were fake, not kind, because you have to agree to be one of them to be equal. Yeah. And that would always kind of, and I'd go, so you th- think you're better than me? And they go, well, no. And then I'd point out all the ways they thought they mm. were better than me. That, when I pointed out how they weren't, they were assholes Mm -hmm. because they thought they were superior that made them very upset yeah because the whole thing of the mormons is we put the kind face forward and we we're gonna we're going we're gonna have charm and charisma we're gonna look good like the mormon there's a lot of attractive mormon people out like they keep it very like 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 uh you know like it looks like all of the mormons look like a trap like if in and out only had attractive people oh, yeah. <laughs> like just very blonde area yeah. you know yeah um so like that is like uh that's why they would they would get upset and they they would tell the, each other and i was kind of like i had a, like a mormon blacklist at our school and there was a lot of mormons there Mm-hmm. And they were the popular kids and they were well like even in like uh like the theater department they were the pop you know <laughs> like they infiltrated fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. Um but Yeah, and I actually did not have a lot of Mormon friends when uh-huh. I was younger. Um just cuz like where I went to school versus where all my church I had like school friends and church friends. Yeah. And my church friends I only saw on Sunday. So right. they weren't my friends or whatever. But um my school friends were like my actual people, but at church they would warn me. They would say like, don't get too close to them. Right. Don't let them, you know, tarnish your purity, you know? And like, they would always encourage, like invite them to church, invite them to have the lessons. And it's like, yeah. make them one of us or else you can't be their friend. Right. You know, you're their real friend. You can't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it, I mean, that makes, that makes sense. One time I did go to a, uh, and sorry, this is a, this is a, this is a tangent, but there's just a lot of Mormons, but, I did go to like a Mormon. What's that thing where it's like, all right, all the single Mormons who are between the ages of like 16 and 21, you are to go to this social event together. Was it and during find someone to marry? Was it like, oh, was it like a singles ward, like on a Sunday? Yeah. Or, okay. It was a singles thing. Uh, yeah. Singles ward. Yeah. Yeah. I went <laughs> to one of those. It's 18 through 30. Okay. Wh- whatever. You can't be 16. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it is 18, but... Okay, so I'm sorry. <laughs> of all of the 
insane details <laughs> that I had wrong about the Mormon church. It's no, uh, you can't get you married do, before you do get your own planet, but it is 18. Uh, yeah, we don't support dating minors anymore. Okay. Anymore. Yeah, any yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I did I did go to one of those. I was not I was not I was I did not fit in. <laughs> yeah. See, actually I never like so when I was younger, like I guess I was fine, but in the singles ward i did not fit in they thought i was like the bad girl but like i didn't do anything because why i don't know be like i don't know i was talking to my sister about it and like i always felt like we were kind of looked down like in the mormon culture of like the cyprus mormons right where i'm where i grew up it was like there were like these elite families who like Uh they have all you know, all their kids serve missions, all their kid, every, like they just did everything right. Mm-hmm. You know? And my family was like, my dad was pretty hardcore. My mom, um, she was active. Like she is active, but she was a convert. So she doesn't know, like she's really hard on herself. She's like, well, I don't know anything. Like I just do what they tell me, you know, like yeah. I don't study, like, I don't know everything about the scriptures blah, blah, blah. Um, but like my only, my oldest brother went on a mission. Uh huh. And my sister, but my brother Joe, he tried to go, but they sent him home. And he tried to go again, and they sent him home again. You know why? Or? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first time was because he wasn't worthy. Is that how they'd phrase it? Mm-hmm. That's uh. He had. That's quite. That's see that, and that's what I meant by elitist when yeah. I said yeah. Yeah, and it's like you can't even. Th- I guess that's how I felt. Like I was never worthy enough right. for them because, and that's why they like my brother was sent home because he wasn't worthy, and he waited a year and like he did everything he was supposed to do, and then he tried to go again, mm-hmm. and um, he was in the MTC for like ten days, the missionary training center, uh-huh. and he lost like twenty pounds in like ten days, was throwing up all the time, and they sent him home because he had like severe anxiety and depression and they're like, he can't, he can't handle a mission basically. Oh, so if yeah. you, if you, if you do, if that you was are the second. suffering, if you do have like, if you do have depression or something like that, they don't, they don't send you to recruit people. Yeah. Because you can't, because it's all smiles yeah. and best foot forward and stuff like that. That's why you guys have the, or you're not a part of it anymore, but that's why the reputation for Mormonisms, they're always so happy. Is yeah. you guys, they they hide you when you're not. Yeah. I mean, am I am I am I? Um, am I off? Tell me if I'm off, please. If I'm saying anything that's inaccurate, please tell me. No, I mean, with that, it, I think that was definitely part of it. Like, you know, right. y- you're not going to be an effective missionary, basically. Uh-huh. Like, you're not going to bring anyone yeah. when you can't even take care of yourself. Right. Type of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it like I've always struggle with depression and I don't feel like they hid me. Okay. Maybe they would like exploit me <laughs> like but in my, so? like in my teens and early twenties, like yeah. they would ask me to speak cause they knew I would always cry. And like that really brought down the house in the right. Mormon church, you know? Yeah. Or like, I, yeah, stuff like that. And you think that they would, they asked you specifically because you would cry. Were you, you, I Sometimes. Mean, were you a good speaker too? Yeah. Okay. You're like, you could have fooled me. With but you <laughs> did. No, no, you're doing it. I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, 
But no, you did yeah. feel that like part of it was exploiting you. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And I not just me specifically, mostly uh girls and women cuz Right. Um I would every summer I would go to this like Mormon camp, uh girls camp and it was only girls and uh-huh. Like at the end of the week, there was always like a big testimony meeting and like all week, everyone's building it up. Like, oh my gosh, you better have your tissues ready. Like, ah, like, like it was like a huge deal and like, we're all going to cry and it's going to yeah. be amazing. And I'm like, why, why do we have to cry? Right. Like, why can't we just be like, this is a great week. I learned a lot and I'm yeah. happy. I know you guys, you yeah. know, but like they would like really hype it up. And like, if you weren't crying, they're like, oh, you know, she must have sinned <laughs> she can't yeah. she can't feel the holy ghost because she sinned right because that is like another belief like if you're not living in accordance with the gospel you can have the holy ghost like taken away from you interesting mm-hmm. Inter- do you think that uh do do men have the pressure to be emotional like women in the church as well or do you think it's do you think it's like the same or is it is it is it kind of a uh, divvied or div- not divvied, divided? Uh, I don't know. I think like, like if my dad, uh, my dad is like the, uh, what is he called? Like the second counselor or first counselor or something. So he's mm-hmm. like kind of high up in his ward. Yeah. Um, so he has to speak almost every week. Uh-huh. Just give a little thing. And like if he cries or if he like kind of chokes up, like they're like, well, yeah, it is like, wow, he's really feeling the spirit. Yeah. But it's not like, they're not like pressure. I don't know. No, I don't know okay. what I'm saying. They just really like when you cry. <laughs> right, right, right. They like seeing it choked up. But yeah. Not, not. Oh, yeah. Not like sobbing and like. Oh, but okay. getting choked up is like a huge. Yeah. And like, okay. yeah. Like tears falling. Like, oh, I need a moment. The spirit right. is so strong. I need to take a break. Sure. Yeah. Sure. sure. Go, going. I mean, going back to to your story, the two the first two times was in the. Sorry, um, the elder's office mm-hmm. talking to him, and then the the moment with the 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 I almost I keep thinking Kleenex. I know it's <laughs> a handkerchief. Yeah, handkerchief. Yeah, um, those were the first two moments. Uh, how did they? Because you're, I mean, obviously you're you're not Mormon mm-hmm. anymore. Even though it's it's interesting seeing you because we've never we've it's interesting seeing you talk uh, talk about it right now. Yeah, I, I'm even like, I keep saying we and like stuff like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> once you're out of it, you're not really. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. R- right. But well, it, it is like a huge part of, you know, my whole life. So it's right. it's so weird when you talk about it differently than you talk about anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And even even <laughs> even I feel like I feel like you really also don't want to misrepresent anything. Yeah. About it is, it, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. It's hard. Like, yes. Because I love my parents so much and they yeah. are so into it that right. like I can't be like, you're oh, no, wrong. I, I, I get this. I get I yeah. completely get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, do I wish my dad would have a beer with me sometimes? Yeah, that would be awesome. Right. He never will. So I just slip it to him secretly. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, <laughs> but I'm not going to make him feel shitty about what he totally believes in. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um but yeah, there's still. Really, I want to talk more about that later. But so, this is around fifteen, sixteen, where you're starting to go. I don't. You're starting to question it. Um, yeah. Was any of it? Was any of it the actual beliefs, or was it mostly the customs? 
Because so are the two things you brought up were more customs yeah. than actual beliefs. Yeah, it was. It start. It definitely started all with the customs and like the yeah. weird like. Um, I don't know. How would you say that? Just the way the churches run. Like, uh-huh. yeah. So it get, yeah. Like, like how? Like if you, if you sin, you pray for forgiveness. You know, you confess yeah. to God basically. But if you do like a big sin, then you have to go to your Bishop and you have to confess to him. Mm-hmm. And then he basically tells you what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So like from the time I was 16, 17, 18, like I was still pretty like fully active. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Fully active in the church. And, but you had moments. Of yeah. Just moments of like, Oh, that's weird. I wish we didn't do that. Right. That's yeah. And like there, okay. There's like, cause there's people in my life who have been excommunicated from the church. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that about? <laughs> like, right. Right. I thought you could always be trying, you know, to be better or whatever. But like, there's a point where if you confess a sin, you have to go to like the church court. Interesting. And you have to tell them what you did. And they basically decide like your fate. Like, do you get to stay in the church and do you get to work toward becoming a full, a fully respected member or are you excommunicated and you have to wait, get rebaptized and start all over. Uh huh. And like who, who compromises the church court? Wait, what does that who, mean? Who like I I, <laughs> may, I could have used the wrong word there. No. Who who who? Like who runs it? Yeah, who are the deciding? Like I'm not totally sure because also see that part of the church is not like it's not public. Not no like yeah. So like, someone in my family went through that and like I didn't even know about it and it's right. like I live with them, you know. Yeah. Like and then after it's like oh this is what happened. This is what's going to happen. But like very vague. I was like, what is going? I didn't know. But then um, like as you learn about it in Sunday school or whatever, I'm like, wait, that is what happened. You know, like and then they're telling you like just matter of factly and they're like, oh, if you do a really horrible sin, this is going to happen. And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry to answer your question. Yeah, (laughs) I believe it's the stake president. Uh huh. So like each area of Mormons is like bordered off. Uh huh. Like by cities and like just neighborhoods kind of. Right. And it's like all the Mormons of say like Cypress, California, they're broken up into wards Uh and they each have a Bishop. And then over all the bishops is the stake president. Okay. And he's in charge of the whole area. And I'm pretty sure he's like the one who is like the judge at that court. Right. Okay. No, that, that, that makes, that makes complete, complete sense okay it's yeah the uh, never mind i'll tell i'll <laughs> tell you another i'll tell you yeah sorry okay yeah uh, I, like i'm like 99 percent sure right no, no no sorry i thought of something unrelated that what you said reminded me of but it doesn't really fit what we're talking about on the podcast okay but uh no that okay that um but i i, I follow exactly i okay. i follow what you're saying um what do they consider to be the big like what is a big sin like uh, like that you two would two shots of espresso no. <laughs> that's basically like murder and adultery yeah yeah <laughs> i'm like so what do you think <laughs> i'm just kidding no no none of my family's are murderers but <laughs> right right it's like yeah sexual sins 
Uh-huh. That, Cheating and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um also the biggest sin is like denying um they say it's denying the Holy Ghost. Which is hard to, I don't know. Like, I guess if you were like a state president or something and then you go on to like publicly disgrace the church and like say like the church is so wrong, like you'll be excommunicated because you at once, you were like a really high standing Mormon and now you're preaching against it. So that's Uh bad. But like if you had a beer or something like, or you got hammered or... No, that's more like you can pray about confess that confess that you just too, have to stop it like yeah gotcha mm-hmm. gotcha so it's it's mostly adultery kind of yeah things i mean yeah and then like you know i guess like embezzlement <laughs> I don't know. right and like child abuse uh-huh like if you eventually stopped and felt bad about it then you would have to go to one of those courts interesting interesting um so, okay, so that's that's an example of a thing that you found about, found out about and went, okay, that makes me... It makes... Yeah, it made me... Makes me uncomfortable. Angry and f- weird, yeah. Why? I just... I mean... I don't know. I guess I always was like, okay, this is just... I don't know. I thought the church should be like a, f- a little pathway between you and God, and that's... Right. You know, not like, oh, we are right in the way. We're going to cut some people out of the path. Yeah. And I, yeah. And like to see, um, okay. It was just my mom. Okay. (laughs) We'll say that my Uh mom. Um, it's like to see everything she was going through. Like she was crying all the time. She was trying so hard to Uh like be the best mom after she confessed after all this stuff. And then it's like, they're just like, no, you can't take the sacrament. You have to wait like two years until we decide what we want to do with you, you know? Yeah. And I was like, that's not right. That's gotcha. Yeah. Like I did not like seeing that and that I was very angry and very like we should all leave. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is not, I don't like this. Right. And this is okay. And this, that happened around when you were 16. Yeah. Uh, well like that me finding out it's Okay. No, <laughs> like 13 to 16. It was like a long process. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha. But then uh, like I would talk to my mom and she would just like, you know, she's like, I want to be Mormon. Like I, right. I'm trying. So I wasn't really listened to at that point. Sure. And, but, and you still wanted to be at that point. Yeah. Cause I was like, well, okay, I'll just try harder. Maybe I'm not getting it. Right. You know, because that's another thing. The church, they have like a weird saying. It's like doubt your doubts uh-huh. before you like, before you leave the church, basically. Yeah. They want you to come to the bishop. If you have any doubts, they want you to go to your bishop and say like, hey, I'm not really sure about this. This seems weird. And then sure. they'll kind of like convince you that. Right. Reassure no. you. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. So that was a big factor saying that your mom go through that. Yeah. What else, what else, what, what else, did it spiral or was it kind of an immediate thing where you decided to leave the church? Um, it was slow going. I, okay. So I met like my, do you have something to say? Oh, I just, I can feel, I can feel, 
I feel like you're avoid. It's it it gets sticky because you don't want to do tell parts of other people's. Str- is that what is that what you're struggling with, right? Well, it's like it, it's just weird because it's like time jump. You know, it's yeah. It's hard to like remember everything because it was my whole life. Okay. And I just wanted to make sure you weren't getting uncomfortable. Oh no no no. Okay okay. No, I'm fine. I'm no, uncomfortable because it, it's <laughs> really hot. It, it, and if you want to take a br- break no, no, or something <laughs> like that, that's it is so hot and yeah, there's zero <laughs> things I can do about it. It's fine. it's so hot. It's it's cooler outside. Uh, no no, it's fine. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. No no no. What? So like there were all these. Those are just like little things that were like, hey, this is weird. Yeah. The stuff with my mom, not a little thing. That was a big thing. Right. But I was like, okay, I can get through it because I'm a good Mormon. You know, yeah. like I will just keep going, keep reading my scriptures, sure. keep doing this. And um, so I started dating my ex-boyfriend when I was like 19, uh-huh. I would say. And he was not Mormon. Uh-huh. And that is kind of where it like started to gotcha. take me out like like I had my doubts and then he was basically like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? These people are crazy. Right. You know? And I was like, oh yeah, are they? <laughs> okay. I'll do whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, type. It was a bad, it was a very, very bad relationship, but, um, you know what? I could have, I could have not that <laughs> I think he's wrong on that specific thing, but there's something about the way you said it that gave me that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like from the beginning, he was just like, like if I, I don't know, he would like purposely make me miss church. Like obviously he couldn't make me, but he'd be like, oh, there's this thing on Sunday. Let's go. And I'm like, I can't, I have to go to church. And then I'd be like, well, I do want to go. So I would leave. And then like my dad would get like super mad and then it would be like a huge thing. And right. And then th- that's not even close to the worst part. It was just a really bad relationship and very yeah. codependent, very like, I need you to like need me, you know, like. And yeah. I just did everything he said and he hated the church. So eventually I was like, he was just confirming all the stuff I already thought. Right. But that's so, what's so weird is that even after that, like I did. Okay. So I was with him for like a year, a year and a half or something mm-hmm. at this point. And then I was like, wait, I do want to be Mormon. Like I want, I don't want to leave this church i don't know why yeah. but and i did go to my bishop and i confessed all my sins and i was like uh can i can what, you what, take what me back <laughs> yeah. yeah and he was just you know they told me i can't take the sacrament for a while and i have to meet with the bishop like twice a week right just to talk about the same thing over and over yeah and and mm, okay yes so that happened and I was still like dating him, but then still going to church and trying. I was basically living a double life. You were trying to do both. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so not like Mormons are so against that. Right. They call you like a fence sitter. Like, well, you have to make a decision. Are you in? Or are you out? Yeah. yeah. And I was trying to do both because like I thought I was like totally in love with him that we we're going to get married and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, yes. And eventually, eventually he broke up with me. Uh-huh. He's like cheating on me. Uh-huh. Multiple, <laughs> whatever. A lot of reasons. He broke up with me. I was l- totally devastated, and I moved to Salt Lake City, Mormon headquarters. To, to go <laughs> yeah, to be more Mormon. Yep. 
I, I thought like interesting, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I didn't know you tried to go back. Yeah, I did. The I main reason you left was because because of this fucking dude. Yeah, and then yeah, and then okay. And then I, it was so tw- it was like. It's hard to explain like how like what because my mind is a little messed up. Okay. Oh, mine's perfectly uh, normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm super okay. judgy of <laughs> your weird. Yeah, I, you're Morgan. You're fine. Okay, so like, well, and it's just all, it's so crazy how like when you're talking about your life like this, like everything you know, it just like all feeds each other. It, you know, yeah. it's crazy, and like I feel like the way I was raised in the church uh, led me to staying with that boyfriend for way too long uh-huh. because when I was trying to be out of the church, it was kind of like, Oh, well you left for this boy. It better fucking work. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, yeah, he like, he was mean, 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 mean. Sure. And I was like, uh, whatever I can take anything. Like I just have to make this work because I gave up my whole life for this yeah type of thing yeah and then when that didn't work i was like all right fucking back to my mormon life and uh yeah i moved to salt lake because i thought i could like meet a mormon guy and get married and have Uh a mormon family did you think that but had you were you officially back at the mormon church at this point or was your attempt to get back into was it like i'll meet a mormon guy because it'll help me get back into mormonism kind kind of like um so after he broke up, with, before I moved is when I confessed my sins to my California bishop. Like sure, my, sure. And I was like, okay, this is, and he gave me like the steps of how I can, he gave me some books and I was meeting with him and yeah. trying to improve or whatever. And then, and then I kind of moved in the midst right. of that. Like he never gave me the okay, like, oh, you can have a calling again or you can speak in church or you can, cause when you're like. He never on, passed you. Yeah. Gotcha he never like took me off of my probation or whatever. Uh So then I moved to Salt Lake and I started going to a church out there and I met with the Bishop like the first or second week. And I kind of told him my situation and I said like, Hey, I was with this guy. We were doing all this stuff. I told my bishop, and we were like so much sin. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, and And I said, I told my Bishop and I've been doing this, like these steps is that okay can i come like what do you want me to do basically uh-huh. and he was like oh okay well i want to get to know you more and like he asked me like all these personal questions basically and he asked me about my mental health and my like childhood my child abuse and all that stuff and i kind of like poured it all out to him because i was like this is my new bishop like this is my this is who I'm. This is my Mormon grandpa, yeah. basically. Right. Yeah, and I was like, "This is who." Like, it was, yeah. Like, I just told him everything, and then um, he was like, "Okay, like you're good. You can be a full, like you have full standing again in the church. You're uh-huh. fine." And he's like, "But I do want to meet with you in three weeks." So I uh-huh. made an appointment uh, with his like assistant. And three weeks go by, and then I met with him, and he was like, "Hey, like what? What can I do for you?" And I was like, um, I'm Morgan. And he was like, Morgan, like he had no idea who I was. He forgot. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, 
I I was so I'm shocked. I'm the one who said all yeah, those I, words. And I was like, yeah. I told you like my whole life story. You don't even remember like a little. You don't remember my face. Like, yeah. you know, like really? Yeah. And he was like an old white guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That really hurt me. Oh, of course. And that I was like, okay. Um, so that was like the first step in Utah. That was like, yeah. okay. So this is also three weeks of, into being back into moving to Utah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. It was like right away. But but I was still like, okay, I'll try. Like he's an old man. Right. No one's perfect. That's also another Mormon saying is like the church is perfect. The people are not. Right. Just another way of being like everyone can fuck Some it up. Some real but like, yeah. buddies nerfic shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I started to hang out with more Mormon people. Like uh-huh. more super active Mormon people. For the first time in my life basically like mm-hmm. they were my friends that I hung out with and I started going to the temple every week like a different temple to do um so when you haven't had your endowments like we we're talking about earlier mm-hmm. the only thing you can do is do baptisms for the dead and have you heard of that no <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> no only in emo poetry <laughs> i'm very curious what it means in mormonism um so like I told you in Mormonism, um, even after you die, like you still have the opportunity to be baptized and to accept the gospel yeah. in your life. And if your ancestors are still alive, they can do your genealogy mm-hmm. and they can like find out your name, your birthday, your death date and blah, blah, blah. And like they can like you can be baptized for your dead ancestors. Okay. Like that's what I like. So you make you declare that they are Mormon posthumously. Like yes. <laughs> you um Do you like does the ghost their ghost enter you or something? Or is it like is it just like is it seen as symbolist? Like is it a symbolic thing or is it yeah, seen okay? It's like okay. You so I It's like an invitation to I wish you had been a Mormon mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you start doing that when you're fourteen. Okay. You go. <laughs> Mormonism's goth <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> you go and you like put on this white jumpsuit. Uh huh. And then they basically put the name up on a screen, and some old man is baptizing you. Uh huh. Like full on, like you know, dunk you under, and you do it like twelve times in a row for twelve different people. Okay. And they say like, "I baptize you for and in behalf of blah blah blah." Uh huh. And then. That doesn't necessarily mean they're Mormon. It means they now have the chance because their ghosts do their ghost has the chance because you can't baptize a ghost, but they can, you can do it for them and then uh-huh. they can be like, yeah, I accept. You can offer it to them. Yes, exactly. Through the bath water. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> just, just, just trying to understand. I know did not know about that yeah that's um that's like the i know they were converting the dead Uh, yeah like i think john lennon was baptized like a hundred times and like elvis like people now there's a rule you can't do celebrities you know Uh, people you don't know because people in like the olden days they used to right i mean Wait, there's a rule against <laughs> you can't do it to celebrities. You can't do it for celebrities unless they're in your family, like in your lineage. Gotcha. Like, 
you can't just be like, oh, Elvis is dead. Because you have to be dead for a certain amount of time. Oh. There's there's rules, but it they used to not have that. Why rule. would there be rules? <laughs> why, why? If you're going to have death. death Ghost prof- bath- Yeah. Like, why why would you add rules to, like, ghost profiting? (laughs) Sorry, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, it just does, I just don't, I just don't understand. Like, that, that's some, that's. Oh, you, oh, sorry. Go ahead. You can also be married for dead people. Wait, what? You can be married for a couple, like, so Mormons believe that. A you, secular gonna, marriage. It's going to be really hard for me to not laugh at this next thing you're about to tell <laughs> no, me. Okay. Not like just random. Like you can't pick like you want to marry you. It's like, um, okay. So my, gr- let's just take my grandparents, not okay. Mormon. Right. But okay. they were married. Uh huh. So they pass away, never got baptized. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I don't know if it was, I don't remember cause whatever i one of us was baptized for my grandma mm-hmm. so technically she could be mormon now blah 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 sure years later sorry <laughs> no years later my grandpa died uh-huh and uh i don't know about his work because like i don't want to but yeah you could my parents could take their names to the temple put on the merit the mormon marriage stuff and be married for them so they could have a temple marriage because in Mormon, in Mormonism, a temple marriage lasts beyond the grave and they think a secular marriage is till death do you part. So, so basically your parents could go to the temple, pretend to be your grandparents so that they can be married married in death in the afterlife. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I've, I've, I, like, I'm so glad you've told me this. I've, th- none of this is judgment on to no, you. No, no, no. I've never done that. Okay. It's, <laughs> I did. There's a reason no Mormon has told me that they do this. Mm. You can do it. Sorry. No, go ahead. It just, it sounds like real life fan fiction. <laughs> like like carrying it, on after I, the I story ends <laughs> grandmother and papa yeah harry come <laughs> over here and your and your tux as we marry for them mm-hmm. they've already passed who gives a fuck <laughs> what i'm sorry <laughs> i just I, this is like the least professional way to react no, to you <laughs> explaining uh, yeah that is what's it's just crazy. Like I grew up knowing that always. So it wasn't weird to you. No. And then Which the f- is makes sense. Yeah. Because you, you're used to it, mm-hmm. but I've just never, I've just never heard of anything like that. Yeah. It sounds like more like vo- like goth voodoo than, than, than Mormonism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's the same. It's the whole thing about Mormonism. It's keeping the, like you said, like the pretty face forward. And once you get back, back, like you learn more and more, you're like, wait, this is very weird. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Are you like encouraged to fucking get, get relatives married? Oh yeah. That's why I like, I didn't, that's see, that's so crazy. I didn't even think to mention that when I said genealogy is very popular with Mormons. That's why. 
So you get the names, you get the dates, and then you baptize for them and you marry for them and you get their your endowments. You get their endowments for them. Okay. Like all the steps you would do in life, you do it for your dead ancestors. Right. Yeah. So they can. So they. Can so they can have their own planet, even though they didn't get baptized on Earth. They get a second chance. Man, those planets <laughs> must be real. What? Where do they? Where do they? I feel bad because I feel like this episode. I mean, your personal story is so interesting, and it's so much of this episode has been me going, "Why? What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> like. And I feel bad because you you have a very interesting actual story that but and I I feel like I've monopolized by reacting poorly to information <laughs> I didn't know about. Um, uh, you're, um, but anyway, so you're you're. Did you do one of these? Okay, yes, that's what okay. we we're getting to. And uh, you, you had to give a lot of setup. <laughs> yeah, that sorry. Made me just start running around <laughs> in circles and sk- I did brain donuts for like <laughs> ten minutes right there. Um. Yes. So after it, just, it sounds like what like a sad <laughs> six year old would make her dolls do. Like yeah. Like I don't. Sorry. I go go ahead. Go ahead. Everyone's beliefs is their belief. Yeah. This, I am getting to like my final straw with Mormonism though. Uh-huh. With this. No, yeah. I, and you you were setting something yeah. up <laughs> and then I kind of just had a conniption. Yeah, it's it's fine. And I'm usually you listen to the show. I usually don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> this is just something I didn't expect like everything else I was like ready for. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expect ghost marriage. <laughs> I didn't know Which is that, like, that come was on. Why not? Gonna be a big part of Mormonism and its culture mm-hmm. was a uh, uh, ghost marriage. I guess is what um, just caught me off guard. Yeah, I thought it would not get weird past um, being King Planet. Uh, <laughs> I w- yeah, I just wasn't. Yeah, now you're like that. Kind of makes sense. Like you get your own planet, no big deal. But getting <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. So after the bishop like didn't really know who I was or whatever, I was still like, okay, whatever. That's his problem. Right. I yeah. can still try to be the best Mormon I can be. I started hanging out with my Mormon people. Which is a really healthy attitude to have about whatever it is you're trying to accomplish in life. Yeah. Even if it's even if insane. it's maybe <laughs> not the best, even if it involves ghost marriage. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Um so I was doing that every week. I would meet up with my friend and her husband. And they would do the ghost marriage and I would do the ghost baptisms because I wasn't married. So I couldn't do that. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is so dumb. Can you ghost cheat? <laughs> can you, can you, That's up can to you them. Re- okay. Okay. <laughs> I okay. don't know. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Well, actually, just so you brought it up. Small thing. Polygamy af- in the afterlife still exists. Interesting. For, for like. A man, okay, it's real. It's hard to explain. Like even it's hard for me to understand. But like, if a man and woman get married on Earth, sealed, yeah. you know, so they're married even after, say, the wife dies, the man can marry another woman, be sealed, now two wives. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like God, so, then, then they all have to go to his planet afterwards. After they all. What die. if the woman has a husband who died? Can she get remarried? No. Of course. Okay. Yeah. That is the. That's the whole thing. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So so when I would be in the temple, I would be by myself. 
Uh-huh. Sorry. What do you, what? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> now I'm, I'm, I feel so bad because I'm just thinking of a, of just, of just jokes. Uh, and, but I want, I, I'm going to not, I'm going to. I want to tell you how I left my tribe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me do no, it. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm doing a horrible job interviewing no, you. No, no, no. I just. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this turn, and mm-hmm. so I genuinely apologize. No, and no, I wanna, no. I want to hear. I want to hear about. Yeah. Okay. This is going great, by the way. This is okay. a really good. This was a fantastic interview until I started screaming <laughs> about ghost marriage. Okay. I'm so sorry. No, it's all good. Okay. Um, so they would be off in a totally separate part of the temple. Yeah. And I would be for the most part by myself, or with groups of like teens. Uh huh. Because most people who do temple baptisms are teenagers because uh-huh. once you get your endowment but i never got to that step because i was never worthy right so um i was doing the baptisms and this was th- i was going every week for like a few months and then the last time i went i was the only person there was no one else i was the only person who was going to get baptized uh-huh no teens you know so the first step is you go you sit in this little chapel area and they're playing soft music everyone's wearing white mm-hmm. uh, i'm wearing a white jumper like a baptism right. zip up thing and i'm like sitting there reading my scriptures um just waiting for them to call me or whatever and uh you go into this room mm-hmm. with three men and they put their hands on your head and um they they basically like give you the holy ghost but they're giving it to the dead person <laughs> In this sense. Uh-huh. Okay. So I, um, they open the door and they're like, okay, come in. It's your turn. And I go in and they're like, oh, like they're being like flirty. Okay. Uh huh. And I would never say that anyone's flirting with me. You know, my self-esteem is like very bad, Sure. but they're like old creepy men. And they're saying like, oh, like we better watch ourselves with this pretty lady and stuff like that. And like kind of weird. And like, I'm very sensitive to that stuff, especially with old men. Like, of course, of course. And I'm yeah. like, okay, this is, I don't feel good already. Yeah. And I'm trying to do, be here to be good right. type of thing. So then they called, um, like on a like walkie talkie type thing, they called a woman in like an older woman and they're like, Oh, now my wife's here. I really better behave myself. So they called a woman in because I couldn't be alone with the men. Uh They wanted like a witness in case Uh like anything weird. You know what I mean? Sure. So like I was already like, okay, this is weird. I just want to go home now. Like, yeah, uh, whatever. So then I still had to go in the water and, um, when you so i did the confirmation thing for like 12 people probably they uh-huh. like say oh i now uh give you the gift of the holy ghost and then they take their hands up give it to you again i now give you the law right. so then i walk over to the font is what it's called and um there's one man what, what's the font the font is where you get baptized okay. it's like a little uh it looks like a jacuzzi type yeah. thing but it's like very fancy right like it's all porcelain and it's always sure. sitting on top of like a s- certain amount of like glass oxen uh-huh. there's a symbol behind yeah. that i don't remember but um so there's one man sitting like looking down like with the names and he puts it up on the screen so the person baptizing you can um see it read it or whatever uh-huh. and then there was another guy um, just like in the water. Mm-hmm. I don't know why there was two for this situation. Right. There was one older man and one like young, like very overweight, just like young person. Right. 
And I was like, okay, like, please, I hope that the young man is going to baptize me because I just am feeling not good. I mean, you have, you have, yeah. it's a PTSD situation. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I'm alone in here. It's all men. Like right. the woman is gone now because we're doing the water part. And I'm like, okay, like I don't, I just, okay, whatever. So, um, but I get in the water and like the older guy is like, I'll, I got this. Like he literally said that and like kind of pushed the young guy out, you know? And I was like, okay, great. Um, and he, we did the baptisms and he like, so you're wearing all white and like you're getting all wet. Like it's, it's see-through. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's very weird. Underwear and stuff underneath. Um, like they give you like a sports bra type thing. And Uh then they give you like this very sheer, um, like onesie that you wear under the jumpsuit. But, but like it's, it's not doing a ton. No. And yeah, whatever. So the, um, after he baptizes me like 12 times, he, um, like puts his hand like on my lower back and he's like, I'm here every Thursday, just so you know, like, you know, like we, I'm like, cause it was Thursday night when I happened right. to be back and I'm like, okay. And then he, and then I just like kind of walk and he grabbed my hand and he's like every Thursday, if you want to come back. And I was like, <laughs> like, I just felt, I never felt yeah like, I don't know. It was, it was, clear it was, was yeah. Saying. I was like, yeah. this is disgusting. I'm in the temple right now, which is supposed to be like the Sacred. holiest of holy. Yeah. And like, and that I never went back to the temple after that. And I was like, that was it. That was yeah, right. that was, I was just like, no, like that. Cause it's just another situation that they would try to say the church is perfect, but the people are not. But I'm like, how many times is that going to happen? What, yeah. What is the, what are, what is the church made out of? Yeah. And it's like that. It, no. And then after that, I was just like, I called my brother and I was like, I was crying and I was like, course, I, I was yeah. like this, I don't like, I feel like disgusting. I, this, what yeah. the heck I'm trying so hard and like nothing is working. And, yeah. and my brother's like, it's bullshit. He's like, I don't know how else to tell you. Like, it's not real. That yeah. was my brother who they sent him home the second time. Right. And after he came home, he like was really sad and he was trying, but he just was like, fuck this. It's not real. Yeah. And then he told me, and I remember like I was walking around this park by myself and I was just like, is it like is he right like i it was so crazy like i never felt worse but then also like i was about to be free yeah if that makes sense yeah like it was the growing pain yeah like he he's just like it's bullshit he's like you need to like find something you actually care about and chase that don't chase you know, being the holiest Mormon or whatever, right. like that's not going to work for you. Find out what you like and what you enjoy and what yeah. you Yeah. And, and then I, I started doing are. cartoons. Yeah. yeah. And you're, you're, you're great. You're a great artist. Is that how you, is that how you kind of filled the void? Cause do you, do you feel like, uh, this is actually, I was talking about, I don't remember if it was you or someone else. I was talking about this, uh, the other night, but like once you leave a religion, there is a, you, you have a, at least a nihilistic fade phase. Mm. And kind of a uh, uh, kind of a void phase where you'd have no idea what you believe in, and everything is kind of just meaningless. Yeah. Did you experience that after after you left? Because you also because a lot of people I've talked to also, it's not one thing. It's just a series of things, and they finally go, ah, that's it. Yeah. And you you what's so interesting is you left while you were trying to go back to it. Yeah. And they couldn't even be good <laughs> enough while you were trying your best to. 
go back to it and they were they were still so shitty that you decided <laughs> you were permanently yeah that you were that you were done yeah that's it's I yeah mean, it, it must have it must have like i mean it, did it do you i mean do you think it affected your view i mean do you still have morals of the church you know in in still did you do you still do you still do you think there are things that still you apply to your daily life or do you did you just completely rebuild after that um i i tried to rebuild i yeah. would say um but it's it's really hard when er, like since th- from the moment you're born you're told one thing you know yeah. so it's like now my image of cuz i still pray like sure but do you not, still believe in God? That's what's like, yeah, like I want to believe in a, a God, a type of God, a type something. of something. Yeah. But it's like my image of God is like a white man with a white beard. Like it's a very by the church. Yeah. It, it's like whatever they told me. Like, so when I try to pray, I do like, okay, dear God or universe or whatever, you know, right. like I don't want to be like honed in on this Mormon God, but it's hard. Like I have sure. to, sure train myself or whatever right um yeah so the the but in terms of like that's more uh those are more i mean those are oh yeah but the like morals i used like not that long ago i was like you know i would maybe raise my kids mormon because i felt like it taught me right from wrong blah blah blah. but i'm like no like no your parents can teach you right from wrong without like having some old man come in once a year and being like, are you keeping the commandments? Right. You know, like what have you done with your pussy lately? (laughs) I think that's Uh, so weird. Uh, I did not know a woman could masturbate until like he asked me, like I, I thought he was reading a script or something. I didn't even know. I, I had no idea. I was like, what are you talking about? I did not know. I had, I did not know. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. No, that's, that's super common with the other girls that I've talked to who are devout, mm. not even just Christian, but devout Christians or devout, not just the Mormons, just devout Christians. It's been a reoccurring thing. I'm yeah, like, I didn't know I could come until <laughs> someone fucked me real good. Like, like that seems to be a reoccurring, uh, uh, yeah. you know, thing that I've, uh, I, you know, because um, they just it's. It's also a very, you know, uh, it seems like a very dude first religion. Yeah, it's very, yeah. Women are definitely second class. Yeah. You know. But that, did that, I mean, did that bug you while you were in it or more afterwards when you were thinking about it? Uh, more afterwards and more yeah. now. But that my niece, uh, she's eight years old. She just got yeah. baptized. And at the baptism, like, the bishop gave a little talk about her and was like, Daisy, you just made the first step to becoming like, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're, this is your first ordinance that you've made. Right. And now the next step is marriage. And I'm like, she's eight. your whole life doesn't matter. Like yeah. for, if you're a Mormon woman, like you're just like your whole life is getting trained to get married and have kids. Yeah. Like every lesson I ever had was about like, you know, being a good wife, being a good mom. There's nothing, there's nothing else you can or should do. Yeah. Yeah. And then when, I mean, when you were no longer Mormon, you realized that you could kind of do whatever you, you want. So you find cartoons, Mm -hmm. you draw, you have great drawings, you draw, 
you draw uh, uh, shit for the for the <laughs> podcast, which. I'm always blown away by they, they, they're, they're great and right. they always people you know the comedians often hit me up I was like oh, who is this I'm like oh yeah they're, they they usually get <laughs> pretty excited about it you know they inspire me yeah well it, it, it we you know uh, I I mean I appre I appreciate them you know um, you know you're the first non comedian on the show but it's like it. I mean, comedians is usually that they fell into comedy, mm-hmm. and that's usually because I feel like once you kind of leave a tribe, you either kind of completely cut off from the entire world, you find a new tribe, or you, I guess, get, get into a codependent relationship. <laughs> that I, those yeah. kind of <laughs> seem to be the three, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, the three different things that tend tend to happen. Or you just you know, and I, I mean there are there are other ways to, you know there are other ways, but that seems to be the the big three. Yeah. Yeah. Fallout wise, um, but like how how like you fill it with cartoon like what else did you fill it with? Um. I. Uh, I definitely was it, was it easier. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but was it easier to enjoy life after you left? Or do you still feel guilt when you do things that you were taught as a kid that you can't do? There was like a brief moment, like a brief period where I felt yeah. guilty probably. But um, but I think a big thing was when I actually was like, when I fully accepted that it wasn't real yeah. and I didn't have to like punish myself for everything. I didn't have to whatever follow their rules to a T or else I was gonna, you know, I'm the worst person in the world. I, it felt like I did go maybe a little overboard. Cause it's like, Oh, it doesn't matter. Nothing's bad. I can right. do anything. Right. Like I can do anything. <laughs> I had that phase too. Yeah. Um, did you do like drugs or just uh, get real hammered or like, yeah, like drinking a lot. Yeah. And then like, just like, casual relations <laughs> which right. was like a huge no like you will never do in that the, you know in the mormon church yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then um you know and then like trying weed and like yeah which whatever but you know and then just like lying to my like just doing all the stuff i never did like right you know like i don't know yeah it became a big liar for a while but it's also like i don't know i feel like uh they're also asking you things that aren't their business at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, that's that's the thing is like calling you a liar is like, well, you're you're uh, you're also I, I don't know. I'm a big I, I, I definitely believe that like, you know, except for certain situations and certain relationships, you don't owe anyone an exploit. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, if you're dating someone, if you're in a relationship with someone, then you you have a duty to to uh, be honest about more things than just a friend, yeah. and a friend more things than a stranger. But that that is a huge part of religion. Is uh, there are no secrets, and yeah. there are no you're supposed to be. You know, I mean, uh, psychologically, I wonder how much just the idea of a confession, the tell me your secrets. How much of that makes people more attached to the idea of the 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 establishment, if that makes sense? What do you mean, like confessing it? 
gets rid of the guilt or gets rid of the guilt and and that being the oh this oh, is Oh cuz they know yeah, yeah this is they know also oh this is where the guilt was relieved yeah. the the like there's a lot of different factors that I wonder like how much of that involves and like cuz I'm I mean when you left were you wor- were you worried about your sins when you left or like more the first time than the second one cuz the second one it was seems like it was more like nah fuck this <laughs> Uh, f- mm. yeah, I, I guess I was like for that little time. Like if I drank, I'd be like, oh, this is like, uh-huh. this is weird. Like, right. uh, but I don't know if it, half of it was like, m- are my parents going to be disappointed? You know? Right. But then also, yeah, like I, I, I would like, that's another thing. Like Mormonism has drilled into me that God can see and know everything I'm thinking feeling doing right you know so like if i'm like getting drunk or whatever or like having sex it's like oh like god is watching me and he's like yeah really mad yeah that i had that face right now i just block it out <laughs> so it's still there you just sometimes yeah 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 that I, sometimes i do think that's why i drink too much <laughs> yeah because it's like if you like wow we really did go full circle here <laughs> <laughs> There you go. We went in a full <laughs> circle from from childhood to ghost marriage to all the way back to uh, drinking. To blacking out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why a lot of people, a lot of people. Yeah. I definitely don't, you know, I don't drink, you know, you definitely don't. I don't know anyone who drinks to just be like, to like, uh, to, to have, to think more about things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it it definitely, I mean, you got to be careful with that, of course. I mean, I think that's why I I had a drinking problem before I I did a couple years sober, mm-hmm. or a year and a half, or however the fucking long it was. I don't really know, but like part of it was just that like uh I just I needed the thoughts to stop. Yeah, that was the root of I need the thoughts to stop, and the thoughts were different than you know whatever what it, you know for you it's. God, for me, it's, it's, you know, a bunch. I mean, I'm sure it's a bunch of different things for both of us, you know. Um, But, like, it can't, you know, it for sure can become a crutch. But also, like, you've been out of the church for how long now? Um, I was, like, only, like, three years. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I'm, like, when I met Spencer, really? I was still going to church. I was drinking, like, but I was still going to church. Uh-huh. Like, I would, like, spend the night at Spencer's and then, like, go home, like, hungover and sing in front of everyone. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, wait, when you met Spencer, this was, this was, I'm just trying to fit this into the timeline. This is before, you met Spencer before or after you went to Utah? After. Okay, so after Utah happened, you moved back here. Yeah. But you you just go to church to appease i guess you were baptized so you were i guess so like well that that time uh let's see i was like 23 how old was i 22 23 because i'm 27 now oh i guess it's four years then sorry i thought i was 26 (laughs) um four years because then that happened and i was like i'm never going back it's bullshit but i was still having like the guilt so i would still go to church but i was like i never went to the temple i never you know what i mean like because i moved home because i was like this is so i can't be on my own right now like everything is going nuts so i moved home and my dad would 
I would always uh, try to be busy on Sundays, like have work or do stuff like that. But if I didn't, then I would go. Does right. that make sense? And then um, when I met Spencer, like I, I was like, you know, I'm not more. I grew up Mormon. I'm not Mormon. Yeah. But he's like, well, you still have to go to church. I'm like, well, t- yeah, sometimes right. for my dad, you know, Yeah. type of thing. Yeah. But it, now it's full, like fully like I my dad didn't know I had tattoos until like six months ago. Uh huh. Because I would always wear long sleeves because I'm like, I don't right. know. It's just weird. It's just like being a baby when you're old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like hiding everything. But right. yeah. So I've been. A f- yeah. Like four years. Twenty three is when that happened in the temple. Yeah. And that's when like my mind, I was like, nah, we're done. Yeah. But I, like I, st- I went to church like two weeks ago just because my just, just for your kind of like for my niece was in town parents. and she's like, come yeah. on, let's go. So I don't count that as like being Mormon. Right. Oh, no. I yeah. mean, they welcome non-Mormons into the church. Yeah. 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 Like all, all the time. I've been in several Mormon churches. Yeah. And uh, I didn't feel like I was going to burn up. I felt like I was going to burn up the building. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but yeah, well, th- I mean, this was, this was great. Thank you for, for, for sharing. I guess, I guess actually one last question. I mean, for any other, um, you know, girls who are in, actually, I know we have some Mormon listeners who, who are th- debating leaving the church right now. Okay. I mean, what would you to anyone who's de- thinking about it? What would you? What would you? What would you say to them? Especially, 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 like it's different for a girl than a dude, just because you are tr- you're treated different in the church. Yeah. You know. Um, um. I don't. I don't know. I know it's a, it's I, a difficult question. You don't want to speak for anyone, or you know. Yeah, but I guess it would just. I would want them to to know that it's fine. Like, yeah, like you're not going to die. You're not going to like no one's going to hate you. They'll be like, oh, you're not warm anymore. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, right. I don't know. Like, I was so afraid. Like, I was so afraid that my whole world was going to collapse because uh-huh. I built everything on this. You know, right. my whole future. Like, I, I like my whole life. I was just waiting to get married. Yeah, you know, to be a good Mormon wife. Yeah, and then I guess I would tell there's tell want to tell them there's more. There's so much more you can do. You don't, yeah. and you if you want to get married, you can still get married. But like you don't have you don't have to just be a Mormon mom. Does yeah. that make? I don't know. That sounds stupid, but you have more options than you're giving yourself by staying Mormon. Yeah, it's kind of okay. And just. I don't know. It's just when you stay Mormon, there's like so many things that you don't ever try or you don't ever do. You don't ever experience. And I'm not even talking about like drinking or whatever, just like life things, you know, like being Mormon is so small. (laughs) Like it's such a small window of things you can do. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like nothing I'm saying makes sense anymore, but no, it, 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 it does. Yeah, it does. It also, the, the heat, the heat, uh, (laughs) hilarious. No, but this is this has been this is like this is this has been great and that's good advice and honestly anyone who has is any any sort of strict group whether it be Mormonism or or ISIS I would say you know not comparing the yeah. two but like whatever it is if it's limiting your ability to live life and explore life on your own terms 
I completely agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where can where can people where can people find you? <laughs> All over the internet. <laughs> um, Twitter is Morgan Quist. Uh huh. And Instagram is more goats. Yeah. Yeah. And you should you should check out her um her all of her drawings. If you listen to this podcast, you already there are already some drawings that pertain to you. <laughs> but all of her drawings are great. You actually you I was I was looking through some of the drawings you did earlier today for the podcast. Uh-huh. And the drawing of me is one of one of my favorite drawings of me. Wait, uh, with you with a brick? Yeah. Yeah, like when people ask me like, oh, let me see your stuff. That's the one I show them. That's my favorite one. It's, oh, it's I love it. You're the, you're the, I think, I think, I mean, most people, when they draw me, they're trying to be funny and they, they make me look worse. I was like, <laughs> damn, if only I, that, that is, she really caught the best side of me right there. I, I, I it's very, it's very flattering. Uh, it's a very, yeah. yeah, no. That is one of my, yeah, that's like one of my favorites. Yeah, no, yeah. Me, mine too. Narciss- much more, nar- for much more <laughs> narcissistic reasons than you. I, I created none of, none of the art. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That does look like me. That, Aww. that is a, yeah, no, but seriously, uh, cool. thank you. Thank you so much for doing this and sharing and being so, so open. I'm so sorry. I wouldn't, I started ranting about ghost marriage. Oh. Uh, I, I it's just, weird. It's I wasn't. Weird. <laughs> well, I also, I feel like I know, I, I, I know there's so much I still will never know about Mormonism, but I'm like not unfamiliar with Mormonism, which is why I was kind of freaking out mm-hmm. where like, how did I not know that? <laughs> is that kind of don't talk about it outside of church kind of, or it's an outsiders kind of thing or. Um, not really. It's not like secret, but it's it's like higher tier Mormonism. Does yeah. that like if you just get baptized, they're not going to be like shoving it all, you know. But also, if you just get baptized, you might be more amped on like I wish my dead family could be Mormon. Right. <laughs> so it's like it's a delicate balance of when to share, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense that it was never shared with me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, everyone sh- everyone should check out. Uh, check out her art uh our very first non-comedian guest on the show and thank you thank you so much for doing it thank you um yeah how, how do you feel good good, good. <laughs>